Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. This episode was... No Surrender, No Retreat. The title episode of Season 4. That sounds like it could be like a punk rock album. <laughs> it's true. No Surrender, No Retreat, I, I guess. Like, Maybe. Yeah. What do you think, Brianna? You're our newbie. Um, this is one of Marcus's top five hair episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. I was admiring it while he was doing stuff on the control <laughs> center. Like, uh, like he's got some excellent... Hair specifically today. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed that. That's takeaway number one. Okay. Um, Very important, Marcus. Hair. Yeah. Very military episode. This yes. Time around. Yes. A lot of not a whole lot of fun times in this episode. No, no, there really wasn't any. Was I don't think there was really any moment of comedic really. We, well, we had Veer in there Veer in the beginning, and Marcus being all depressing, <laughs> his dark humor. Unless sort they're of way. all hostile. <laughs> Thank you for that, Marcus. I don't always agree with Londo does. Well, I mean, most of Lies Nations or Worlds. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because that'll be a quick bit to talk yeah. about. Let's talk about the Londo Jakar stuff. That was awkward. That was, <laughs> that was just, that was. Yeah. And that, that took a lot of, a, a lot for Londo to, to go to Jakar and, and basically spill his guts and be honest with him. and Vulnerable. Yes, vulnerable. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, I mean, Jakar I, just takes the drink, pours it back in the flask, like. Which I don't really blame him so for. He's so grumpy. He's just, he, he needs to just get over himself a little bit. I know, a lot of people are dead and stuff, but. <laughs> and he was in he prison really for a while. He really is really holding that. It's Christmas. Uh, I mean, I, he did I, lose an eye. I know. Yeah, but he got it back. He <laughs> got an artificial eye. Yeah. Before the Book of Jaquan guy, I mean, before the Book of Jaquan guy was just like, ah, uh, peace, love, and, you know, and he I think went it's, that way to... I, I think it's harder to live it after you go, yeah. especially with Londo. Yeah, I know. But now a long history. free. I mean, yeah, this it's, it's a long-standing like thing. We've seen back and forth from him, or I, maybe that's just... I, I, I kind of feel, though, that even before his Reformation, I feel, or whatever you want to call it, I feel... Old Jakar still would have been a lot louder in his conversation with Vonda yeah. than he was. He was extremely, like, just stoic throughout mm-hmm. the whole very, conversation. Which was very, just odd, like, painfully odd. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, This is not how we normally see Jakar. I, which makes me wonder, I, I'm, I'm kind of defending him in terms of, like, how far he's come. I, I feel like it's sort of one of these things that he knows he doesn't want to act out like he used to, but at the same time, he can't bring himself. It's too hard at this point to actually... Treat Londo yeah. as a decent human yeah. being. So he's compromising. By human just... being. Or centaur, creature, <laughs> whatever. Sentient being. Sentient being. Remember, not only the fact that Londo is obviously a public figure for Centauri, but Jakar's been in Londo's head. He knows a lot about Londo's oh, dealings with true. the shadows yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And the other thing, too, Londo ma- mentioned that uh, he had made some mistakes, but he never n- essentially apologized. No, either. I noticed that, too. Yeah, he can't quite. He's not bringing himself to do that. He's not going to yeah. be that vulnerable. But it's yeah. an interesting, it was an interesting scene, but it kind of shows you where they're, they're both, they've changed a lot since season one, season one or two, but they're still both not quite sure what to do with it. <laughs> or what with each other. Yeah. And I, I love when Lano comes like how easy we become our old selves around each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So, which happens. Very painful, but at least it. You know, there's a glimmer of hope there, I felt, at the end, where he was like, yeah. fine, I'll sign it, but not on the same page. So that's something. <laughs> but, like, Lando has earned every bit of bad feelings I, toward him. Like, he's, uh-uh. it's certainly 
a realistic yes. um, reaction. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as an audience, we l- like both guys, even though yeah. Londo's done some horrible things. But I feel, I feel like Jakar is kind of he's kind of being a baby. <laughs> he needs to just put his his big boy narn pants on. <laughs> <laughs> big boy narn pants. Oh goodness. So great space. I know Nick has uh, found this for st- I, space I, I battles. Do, I do enjoy space battles. And lots of, you know, I was thinking one thing that was different about this versus the shadow stuff. The shadows are were these like otherworldly things that were like we don't even know if we can hurt them. We don't even care. Yeah. yeah. This was like no, we know exactly who our enemies are. In fact, we were used to yeah, be we, friends with we, them. Yeah, well, they're our, our friends or colleagues or. So the battle tactics are totally different. And there's communic a lot more communication than in a typical space battle. You know, like yeah. Please stop. We don't want to kill yes. you. Are you going to hurt us? Yes or no? <laughs> do, you, do you like us? Check the witch box. <laughs> like, pew, pew, pew. Uh, one of my favorite things about uh, space battles in this era of television is when a, a spaceship gets hit and, you know, before it explodes, there's a bright light and you see the, the pilot just go, ah! Oh, they put their hands up. Like that's my favorite. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's taken from like the original Star Wars. They do that there it's too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. And then on the ship, if the ship's been damaged and you've got smoke going, oh, around, there's always the, giant fires everywhere. The consoles are and like sparking. Fine. Like that, nothing's working, but we're still fine. That's that's thanks to Star Trek, yeah. I think. <laughs> Yeah, how awkward of a meeting would that be after all that, though? I like, know, like, like, hey, guys. We were just in moral conflict, and uh, we surrendered, yeah. so. That, I mean, it'd be, it's a very difficult dilemma for these people. I mean, Where's you know, the Lynn? Where's the Lynn this episode? I She's still in Mimbar. Probably still picking up pieces from Mimbar. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that was, <laughs> we had a little bit of a break between yeah. episodes here. Because sometimes I wonder if that some of that stuff was going on at the same time as some of this, even if they don't. Oh, maybe. Well, like, yeah, maybe uh, not. Uh, when Garibaldi came to Veer, this is totally sidetrack. When Garibaldi came to Veer and was like, "Where's Lando?" Like, oh, he's he's with Jakar. Those two meetings happened at the same time. We're supposed to assume, apparently, or, okay. yeah. Or maybe he was. Maybe Lando was just getting a drink to steal himself up from meeting with Jakar. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> having a drink to steal himself to having a drink with Jakar. Great <laughs> <laughs> drink. It sounds very much like Lando. Yes. Oh yeah, but um, so I thought it was an interesting kind of um, connection between the two plot lines, where Lando's like, I don't even know who that I when I'm the enemy, I don't even know what you know, and then mm. and then there's some that talk with uh, the captains like. What's going? We, we, what are we, we doing? We've become the end. You know, yeah. Clark's yeah. become the enemy. That this, like, what do you do when, like, what you're trying to protect becomes the thing that's trying to kill you? Trying to kill you. Yeah. Never know who the enemy is. And I thought I thought it was an interesting connection that they. I think it was on purpose. But yeah, good point. Very the phrasing. Yeah, very literary there. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll talk Garibaldi. Uh, Brianna uh, says she would like to. Uh, uh, I'm going to reach into the TV and slap him. That and just angry at him. He's also just being a baby. <laughs> being a baby, and he's just running away. And he's like, fine, I got a new boss out on Mars. He's better than you anyway. Like, it's, just, it's so... I feel like Garibaldi, old Garibaldi, would be annoyed with this Garibaldi. Mm-hmm. You know, he'd be like, shut your mouth and take it like a man. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, he would say something not very nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I miss that. Yeah. I'm... He's just... He's not grumpy. He's just... Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. He's petty. Yeah. And I don't even understand why. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Time for a spoiler. No. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Um, he, he, he's headed to Mars, right? Yeah. I wonder where, if he changed his mind about the whole going in the Centauri space thing. No. Oh, because that's no. where he said he was going. That's where he said he was going, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, but then at the end, they said he's well, going then, to Mars. Well, then, episode two or uh, episode or two ago, you know, Edward says, or is that who the boss is? I think so. Yeah. Basically said, like, I'll call you someday. Maybe, you know, it could just come out of blue and takes precedent. That could be. Yeah, that's But possible. he's never coming back. That's what he says. Mm. Oh, this was not a, a big feature of this episode, but just to touch base that it happened. Sheridan's getting the telepaths ready for something. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I thought... I thought uh, uh, Franklin Franklin was in this episode, but I couldn't remember why, but yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about the, the telepaths that they rescued from the shadow ships. So those are the ones they have in those... Cryo. Cryo things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's interesting. So here's a question for Brianna. So if you were... You, you lost a Sheridan there. What, what choice would you take? <laughs> I'd probably just... Retire <laughs> or stay on the. I might stay on the planet. I might stay on the planet and help Proxima Three. Help Proxima Three. Yeah. I mean, that would have its own challenges in a sense because yeah. the government probably wouldn't be too fond of you. No, no, they'd be like, "Whoa." Well, Proxima we Three was a colony of Earth, wasn't? Wasn't it like th- Mars was? I think so. Where like it was technically still Earth, but I think they were one of the first to, to break away. Yeah. I think they broke away before. They were never completely did. independent. They were like a half independent. Thing I guess they were, yeah it was, they were always kind of off screen. Mm. This is the first time I think we've actually yeah, been we, there. Have we actually uh, yeah that's I don't know we actually we've never been on the planet. I don't think. I mean that's like Mars. We had heard all about Mars for so a long time, for forever, and then we finally got there. Yeah, not too long ago, so it's not too surprising. So, yeah, I would stay on Proxima Three and try well, to help out. Try to ride it out. Re- It'd be easier than yeah. My sins. It'd certainly be easier than going up against the rest of Earth Force. Again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just get yeah. And I don't know about jumping on board with the Sheridan guy, like <laughs> who you just met. Yeah, I mean, it makes more sense for the guy who apparently knew him at yes back yes. in the academy. Yes, in my hypothetical scenario, I have no idea who Sheridan is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> big difference there. No. All right, did we cover everything? I guess so. All right, no, no real spoiler. I really. always feel like the voice of the resistance is like a parody news show. Like every time the <laughs> the the thing comes on the screen, I'm like. It's going to be like an SNL skit or something. <laughs> it's kind of weird that they have a bottom of a space in the, yeah, in that, the bottom left it corner. Because it's, it's like, that's a little hokey. Yeah, I don't know why they why they do that. <laughs> maybe it's based on some other idea. I don't know, but yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's a weird 90s thing, maybe. Oh. <laughs> any, anytime there's a something that just feels off, it's like, oh, it was the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> it was. All right, well, if uh, not spoiler corner... Um, I don't think so. Big things happen. Big things happen. It's almost like the bigger things happen, the less we have to talk about. Kind of. And the, the things that we aren't talking about, I think, are probably pretty clear to the listeners yeah. who've heard it before. Yeah. They, they know what we're avoiding. Um, like the Garibaldi thing? You're, you're avoiding something there. So tune in next time <laughs> for the <laughs> Weekly Hijack. <laughs> if this is the part i, I kind of it's a shame that we have to go through this kind of slowly because if if you are someone who enjoys binging shows this is the part of the season you i would want to binge yeah in fact i probably did the first time i saw i think yeah season. it starts building pretty fast because i think i went through the season in, in like a week i know you started this blog or like the beginning of season three and then like two weeks later like yeah i finished the show <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous but uh it's like when Sheridan gets going, it's hard to stop. But All right. Anyway, we're, we're going to wrap this up for real. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye-bye.